And welcome back to Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on your weekend. If you're catching me on Saturday, Sunday, going into your week on Monday, uh, just hope you enjoy it with your families. Super thankful. Um, I'm getting some family time myself and uh, getting settled into the new crib, living out in the, what we call the sticks. <laughs> uh, feels that way. Um, a little close to the city, but a little far from the city, if that makes any sense. But um, loving it out here in the Northeast. Um, as you all know, I have relocated here uh, from the West side of the country and um, I'll tell you one thing guys it is a big difference in temperature air quality number one food and uh, and I'll tell you one thing we had some really solid uh, Philly steaks from a place called Sugar Hill if you've ever been to South Jersey get over there try their subs um, they have one called the Italian stallion I mean it's every cold cut imaginable stacked in a one hoagie you're probably getting really hungry as I'm saying all this. I had it for the first time today, birch beer. I had no idea what it was. It is basically root beer from Pennsylvania. Um, and it is delicioso. Um, I've never had a root beer that I actually liked. And I'll tell you one thing, I'm putting that in my next root beer float for sure. Anywho, guys, we're here to talk bills, not food. Um, but I'm hoping I'm catching you guys at a good time. So thank you for taking time out to listen. Uh, well... As usual, as we always do on Buff Hub, we're talking about the Bills, right? And I have a focus on this week's episode, and it is the wide receiver room. I'm going to sit here and just say that I think that the wide receiver room is an anomaly where we do not know, although it is very talented, what it's actually supposed to be doing week to week. Um, and for, for one, I, I just don't understand what the game plan is going to be going into this next year. We heard last year that they attempted to try to split the reps at slot with Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie. He got hurt, um, so then that basically threw a wrench into things. But, uh, you know, going into this new phase of this Bills offense with Deontay Hardy, uh, with McKenzie gone, he had some interesting comments we'll get into about the Cincinnati Bengals divisional playoff game. Um, but look, I, we all knew <laughs> deep down that there were limitations to what you actually could do with Isaiah McKenzie, although he had his moments that were just phenomenal, right? But if you look at this wide receiver room, what are they actually trying to get out of it? Because when you look at a guy like Khalil Shakir, you haven't seen enough. You looked at what happened with Isaiah Hodgins. You barely saw anything. And when you saw something, they just waved him to the Giants, and now he's a starter. Um, then you get this kid out of Florida, and now you're wondering, okay, they want to go big. They want to go, uh, you know, mix-match in the red zone maybe. But we don't know. And I, and I think that's the frustrating thing about this wide receiver room is the onus is on Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis to – make the big plays, um, you know, get open. But what's what's really going to happen here? I, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words as to what my expectations are going forward um, out of this group because I know what I'm going to get out of Stefan Diggs. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Gabe Davis. Um, I also don't know what I'm going to get out of Khalil Shakir. 
and so on and so forth. We can keep going down the list here. It's it's like, in a way, I kind of wish the NFL draft would happen every two years rather than every year. Because it gives teams a chance to really take their time and not feel pressured on swapping out a guy, or better yet, a, a guy that's on your roster feeling the pressure underneath one year if he doesn't perform amazing or get the opportunity to be amazing, then he's going to be on the practice squad and eventually waived, and he's never going to see the light of day. Um, a lot of people have argued, man, we need more roster spots. These This 53-man roster is is just not enough in, in, a, in a league where now they are putting the onus on the offense to score more points, to make it more entertaining, and then the defense is you know, just scratching their heads on what they can or cannot do to receivers. So where I'm going where where I'm going with this is basically I, I'm I'm trying to figure out and I've been trying to figure out for the last couple of weeks on what the game plan for the Buffalo Bills wide receiver and core is going to be. Like how are they gonna continue attacking? Right? Because now we're getting a lot of reports that, well, the Buffalo Bills are looking to use Dalton Kincaid more like Travis Kelsey. Well, why in the hell weren't they trying to do that with Dawson Knox? Or better yet, if you sign him to that lucrative contract, why do you think maybe he's not cutting it, right? What is he not doing? Enough. I just don't know. And and, if, and again, my, my thing is it does go back to what opens up your passing game. That's your answer. If it's going to be getting more wide receivers that you can basically put on a rotational, um, you know, down-to-down situation where Diggs is maybe not taking as many snaps, but he's still getting what he needs. Well, then, I hope we really do see that and, and these young guys get an opportunity to really show what they got in key situations. And, again, if you don't give them the opportunity, they're not going to be able to shine. And if you look at teams like the the, ben, the the teams of the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, how did I even say that? The Ben Roethlisberger Steelers, excuse me. The Tom Brady Patriots. We can go down the list on all of these great teams that stood the test of time. You saw players that got plugged in and they had an opportunity. Number one, they earned it. Right, But when they earned it, they then had the opportunities given to them by their coaches to be put in position to execute and be great. And this is one thing I loved about Bill Belichick. He would take an undrafted guy, and now he's in the Hall of Fame conversation. Right, We know who I'm talking about, Julian Edelman. But Julian Edelman wasn't just the only wide receiver that... He developed in that slot position. Danny Amendola, Wes Welker. These are guys that you just you didn't really have on your radar, but yet they were put in position to succeed. So my my thing is they gotta figure out. It's not about identity. It's about scoring points and getting the most out of every single player on your roster. Not just every player that you put all this onus upon. Like you know, when you have the situation with Stephon Diggs, well, yeah, we're expecting him to be great, but we're also expecting a player that has literally played his entire life through Pop Warner, high school, 
plays at Alabama, plays at the University of Florida, plays at all these great Ivy League colleges, gets into the league, and then he just, for some reason, doesn't have an on switch. Like, that's the frustrating thing to watch when you have a player like that that you know. This guy has been through a lot just to get to this point, and for some reason something isn't clicking. That's where I have a big issue with a lot of these players, especially on the defensive side, which that's going to be a conversation for next week. Um, so now I want to get into this because Isaiah McKenzie was a very essential piece of what the Buffalo Bills tried to do offensively as far as stretching the field and making defenses play sideline to sideline. For him to just go on the record saying on a recent podcast, hey, you know, I think it would have been a completely different game if we would have played in a dome. Okay, well, why weren't you saying this your entire career in Buffalo when you would lose games because of the elements, number one? Number two, he goes into, if we would have ran simpler routes, probably the outcome would have been different. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that is I saw their defense play just better than our offense. I'm talking about from wide receiver one to (laughs) tight end three. Like, I didn't see anyone on that offensive side of the football. Oh, don't get me started on the offensive line. Actually try to figure out a way to truly get to truly get an edge in that game. It was like they were expecting the game to come to them. They didn't want to go after the game. So, my thing is I think the Bills hit their ceiling with their roster last year. Um and personally, I do believe that injuries are part of that. I'm not talking about the DeMar Hamlin. That's just a freak accident. God bless him and I'm wishing him well on his road to just getting back on the field. I'm talking about straining your offense into into positions that, you know, they keep getting off of the field and then your defensive players get hurt and they get nicked up throughout the game. And we saw that time and time again happen last year. Um, And my thing is, like, something is just not clicking, and I think it definitely begins in the trenches. I I don't know where else to put the onus upon because... When you get beat inside the trenches, you will lose every single drive. Yeah, you'll get lucky here and there, and because you have amazing talent with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, I mean, you're going to get something. But against a team that is ready to fire on all cylinders in the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, they exposed the Buffalo Bills dramatically. And I believe they basically said, we're just better than you. <laughs> like, like... And so getting back to this whole room of the wide receiver, I don't think it's about, you know, the wide receiver room has to play at another level. They're playing great. If we're talking about the progression of of their of the team and being able to execute and do their thing, it's about you have routes that need to develop. You have a game plan that needs to take hold. And if Josh Allen is having no time, what do you have? You ha- you literally have nothing. He's he's just running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to make a play happen. And, and it's just like back to square one where the Bills, the next following year, right, the year after he was running for his life and we got into the wild card against Deshaun Watson and the Texans, 
and they sign all of this talent to go to the offensive line, and and basically no one from those signings is <laughs> here at this point. Um, so and except for Mitch Morris, but my, my thing now it's okay. So where do the Bills go to from here as far as getting the most out of this room? Well, I'll be honest with you, I think that one thing that I like very much that Brandon Bean has tried to stress and tried to do um, is get more speed. Because if you're talking about defensive linemen getting to the quarterback quick, if your guys are open underneath quicker and they're getting that separation within those five yards, that's going to alleviate a lot of pressure. You talk about having a run game. Well, that's like what Josh Allen was saying last year. That's where you can get those three to three to four to five yards, right, where it's giving you a little bit of cushion to make defensive players think twice about, do I fully rush Josh Allen or do I rush halfway and try to get my hands up and force him to make a tough pass? So there's there's a lot of dynamics to this game now. There's a lot of things that not even the greatest analysts from PFF can fully give anyone on what to expect out of a player, out of a game plan. All they can do is assess what happened in the past. <laughs> Hindsight is always going to be 2020. Um, Buffalo was supposed to win the Super Bowl last year, and the trophy went back to Mahomes and the Chiefs. So, um, so now, what what are the Bills trying? Do you, do you feel as fans they are trying to replicate? what Kansas City is doing, it's a good question to ask. Is when they co- they go on the record saying they want to use Dalton more like Kelsey is used with Kansas City, well, looks like um, we're going to see this room, this tight end room, possibly have a bigger um, involvement alongside these wide receivers. Uh, my main thing is just very simple. Let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. Let Stephon Diggs cook. And let's see these new guys from the draft and in free agency get the ball a lot. Like, I know we want to see the run game. Well, we need to see what these guys can do and see what they can do in open space. Um, I think you're going to get that production out of the run game with Damian Harris and James Cook. You know, I, I just think that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to assess this offensive line and have they're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get a lot more out of them as well. So obviously a lot of development needs to happen. Uh, we're going into camp. Um, everything is gonna be shooting on all cylinders pretty soon. We're gonna see you know who rises up to the occasion and shows up and shows out. I'm hoping for Khalil Shakir to you know grow into this offense and you know show these young guys that are coming into this into this team that. Um, you know, you can develop here. And, um, man, you just, you just get a good feeling when you think about Khalil Shakir. I don't, I don't want anyone to forget about him. I'm excited about these new guys we got. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Sherfield from Miami. It's, it's, the list goes on, guys. It's, it is a stacked-up room. The attack of this offense is going to put a lot of stress on these coaches on who gets playing time week to week but um i'm excited i know you guys are excited so real quick just thank you guys for joining me on buff hub a buffalo rumblings podcast again i'm your host steve vega you can listen to me every single friday evening at 8 p.m uh the rest of the shows are going to keep going throughout the week tune in we're super we're we're all super excited um we've been dming each other about 
you know, all the plans we have as far as shows goes. Uh, we're excited uh, to, to do what we're doing for Buffalo Rumbling. So finally here for all the first responders and military out there, thank you for what you do for our country and our communities. You guys stay united out there, stay strong out there. And once again, go Bills. <laughs>